Hey everyone, you're about to listen to episode 27 of the Happy Oscar Show. If it's your first time tuning in, thank you. And you're going to enjoy this show because it's about the journey. It's about the stories behind the successful people that are doing what they love. We talk about the failures, obstacles, successes, practical approaches to what they do and what has made them successful. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. In this episode, I interview Lauro Lopez. He's a trainer who has been on an incredible fitness journey over the last three years. He's got a sustainable lifestyle when it comes to eating, working out, and he shares a little insight into that in this interview. So I know you're really going to enjoy it. As we get into the holiday seasons, I know he's going to inspire your thinking around what we eat. So sit tight and enjoy the show. spend every dollar that you can possibly get to get your health back whether god forbid you have some type of disease where you need to get treatments or you need to spend money on medications you're gonna find a way to get that medication to get those treatments right so same thing with fitness it's gonna and nutrition it's gonna cost you but in the in the long run it's gonna save you from having high blood pressure from having diabetes from having all the issues that are going to cost you in the long run that you're going to have to pay to fix and wh why do that and wait for that to happen when you can just address it now and and if it's too expensive people get loans to get vehicles to get houses go and get a loan out go i mean do, do what you need to do because it's good for you it's something that that you can't put a price on man so we are on the happy oscar show dude you're episode 27 27 that's a good number yeah so it's a good do, solid number yeah. <laughs> do you have something like with the number or no like 27 does it ring the bell for you 27 no, no. well it rang the bell now bro it's yeah. a podcast episode awesome so um it's been a couple of weeks man since i interviewed the last person but this show is about the journey right so um i talk about like obstacles failures successes and today we're going to talk about fitness right and your journey there because it's been amazing last week we were meeting up and you said you were at i think 230 pounds your heaviest and now you're at a 163 percent body fat ah. <laughs> two bro two yeah, and a two. half <laughs> no but um yeah, man. So I wanted to dig into that because the holidays are coming around. People are going to start hitting the menudo, the pan dulce, including today, bro. It's like 40 degrees outside, right? So um, people people need some some knowledge. And I think you give the knowledge around fitness like in a just a very black and white, easy to understand way. So I'll let you do Just give them like an intro like yeah, to someone that doesn't know you. Well, I'm Lauro Lopez. I'm from Laredo. Born and raised here, um, 37 years old. I've got uh, two sets of twins. The older ones are seven, boy, girl. The younger ones are four, boy, girl. 
and uh, been married for coming up on 10 years. Next year will be 10 years. I tell Congrats, my wife, bro. 10 magical years. <laughs> Super magical. She gets pissed when I <laughs> throw in the magical, but... <laughs> dude i'm at we're at eight years like cassie and i yeah so it's awesome it's amazing because dude you know we go through a lot of shit right like i mean accepting each other we haven't had anything crazy thank god but i i get it yeah it is magical years man um so that's awesome right so big family guy right you and i met at the church right Mm -hmm. um saint patrick so um our journeys kind of brought us together bro but um, over the last couple of months when we meet up, right, we're always talking about uh, what I find is like fitness. I'm always asking you questions because I haven't really taken my fitness to that level. So um, tell them like how how um, or what it is you do in the fitness industry right now. Right now, I'm giving group fitness classes at a studio called Origin Fitness. Uh, we promote functional fitness. We use uh, TRX bands. We have dumbbells, kettlebells, and uh, we just put together our own type of unique workouts, focusing on different muscle groups every day. And we also provide uh, nutrition consults, which, uh, in my opinion, is is probably the most important of all. Of course, did they say the um, the body happens in the kitchen, right? Yeah, the, I can build your abs in the in the studio in the gym, but the six pack is made in the kitchen. Dude, can I ask something? Why 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 do they call it studio? Like that sounds fancy. Studio, I guess it's just, it's not a full gym. It's a smaller workout center. Almost like an office space type of deal? Yeah, it's a fancy word. Yeah. It sounds nice, you know. Nice and cool. A studio, you know. Yeah. You have a studio, you have a gym, you have a, you have a health club, you know. <laughs> depends. I love that, bro. Like the studio. And then functional movement. You say you guys train on that. So, like, what does functional mean um, to you? Or how can you share with the listeners? So functional is uh, we're going to correct your form. We're going to make sure everything is done correct. At a gym, sometimes you get lost in, in the equipment and the weights and you don't really know what you're doing. Uh, so you may be doing things that aren't very functional. So here we're going to make sure that uh, everything you're doing is done properly and, and you understand why you're doing it. We want to explain, you know, you're doing this, this is working this. If you adjust your grip this way, now you're working this part. Okay, it hurts when you do this. Okay, let's modify. Let's do this. So function behind everything. Yeah, dude, I love that because life is about functioning, bro. Like life doesn't have uh, little bench presses and like like the way we do, which is awesome for you bodybuilders out there. Respect to you all. But like um, from a from a like um, genetic standpoint, like as human beings. It's always been about just using our bodies to run, hunt back then, right? And now, like, just day-to-day life. Like, you have two sets of twins, which is amazing, dude. We'll probably get into that, right? But, um, yeah, running around with your kids, that's functional to me, right? And it's like uh, helping, I don't know, your parents move something heavy from one room to the other. That's kind of like what you're saying, using your muscle groups, toning them up in a way for that? Just doing things that are going to strengthen your body in everyday, uh, you know, everyday life. For example, uh, you can't go to the gym and get on the tire changing machine to give you strength for when you need to change a tire. <laughs> I love. Or there's no, uh, hey, let me go to the, uh, take my kid out of the back seat and, you know, uh, yes, <laughs> dude. put them in and out see, uh, machine. There's nothing like that. So you have to learn how to train your body 
to be able to handle all these things. So your quality of life, your range of motion right. and everything becomes easier, becomes better. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so true. It's like also going to the groceries and g getting yeah. home and wanting to carry all the bags. Yeah. In one trip. Yeah. One chingazo. <laughs> yeah. None of this. <laughs> bagging, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you got, <laughs> that's actually pretty fun too. You can grab uh, dude, multiple I, cases of water and dude, shit. I do it all the time, bro. Yeah. I carry like maybe six, eight bags of, of paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, get those paper towels, bro. Shit. Hey, um, at least I didn't say toilet paper, bro. When I said kekagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, all right, cool. So you got into the fitness. Tell me about how you got into Origin Fitness. Like um, when, um, yeah, when did fitness become something you did? So... That you were gonna, I thought you were gonna cry. Oh, right. So, no, not yet. So, I was extremely overweight. Uh, I've always struggled with my weight. When I was little, there was um, no education that I really understood when it came to how to eat. And fast food became quick and easy and convenient. Yeah, of course. So, um, being overweight my wife suggested I start on a meal prep type of thing. So I started with that, picking up my box of food every Sunday and having my meals for the week. And the frequency of, of meals and the portion control is what kind of started helping me lose weight. And then it came to a point where I wanted to work out and do fitness. So I remember my friend uh, Alejandro Gonzalez. Okay. He invited me to a spinning class. I was like, well, let's go. We get there and Chinga, it was the craziest, loud, most fun thing. The music-based type of workout. And I loved it. And I started going back and going back. I would go by myself. And then I thought, Chinga, I bet you I could give a spinning class. It, it <laughs> seems like... A, no uh, props to all the spinning instructors. It's it's difficult. There's a lot of uh, work involved. But I saw it at that point as, as as if I could get up there and entertain and put good music on. And <laughs> in addition, you know, give a decent technique-based class. About us. I yeah. could probably, you know, uh, I could probably do it. So... I asked uh, the staff at Gold's Gym how... I would go about uh, getting uh, getting hired there to teach a class, and they were like, well, you need to get certified. So I looked for a certification, and then Colorado was the closest one I found at the time. And I got real, uh, once I get something in my head, that's it. I, I'm real terco about it. So I yeah. booked my damn flight to Colorado. I go, I do this uh, certification. I had been cycling for maybe six months. So I got an ass kicking there. It was a chinga. Bro, I was super rosado <laughs> after. Like, it, rosado. It, it was ridiculous. It was like, like riding a horse, bro. I was supposed to. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like riding a horse all day long naked. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was gotcha. It's amazing, bro. So I remember it was an all-day Saturday, and I was supposed to fly back Saturday. I was so jodido when I got out. Like, I, I was, fuck that. I, like, switched my flight to Sunday morning. Um, when were you supposed to fly back? On Saturday. After, <laughs> after being in the damn thing all day long. And so, I, anyway, I got that certification. I came back, and uh, Golds hooked me up, and they, they hired me as a, as a sub. 
started teaching cycling. One thing led to another, and then they asked me to to they asked me if I would be interested in becoming a burn coach, which is their version of uh, Orange Theory. So they sent me to a certification now in Austin to do group fitness. And uh, I learned a lot from that. Coming back from that, they threw me into to the program, and I had like three classes a day. Uh, and I felt like quitting at one point because it was, it was an overload. I had never done anything like that before. Now I'm having to like instruct people on how to work out. Before it was just like a, entertainment, like a show for me. <laughs> so now, uh, shit, I have to make sure these people don't get hurt. I got to know what I'm doing. Shit, man, it was, it was a lot. So... Uh, and that was that was that goat. Okay, so you're doing burn. You said their version of Orange Theory. So kind of right. like, just go into detail. What is like what what's a burn workout? So or? it was a high intensity full body workout. Okay, forty like minutes. A hit. Or what do hit. they call it? Yeah, yeah a hit. hit. Uh, we would. Um, it was a mix of treadmills, um, assault bikes, TRX bands, dumbbells, uh, medicine balls. Uh, every day was different. It was it was cool. It was a good workout. Um, I was grateful for goals for giving me the opportunity and, and it all kind of started there. Yeah, dude, cause you did spinning led you into now a whole full blown like program class. Yeah. Okay. So during that time, right, you're doing your meal prepping. Then you were saying like you got into fitness through Alejandro, right? Did the spinning, right? Yeah. Got certified, went to gold. Is the eating getting better or are you still eating like? So this whole time I'm still eating clean. Now I'm not really doing the meal preps anymore. I'm understanding a little bit better uh, how to do it on my own. And I kind of got sick of picking up a box of food and eating that all That week. could get boring, bro. That's I, I do want to get to that. Like, how do you yeah. keep going? And I know we will. So I would start just making my own stuff. Like, uh, that's when I, I hired... Uh, the person I work for now, Priscilla, to help me with my nutrition. And she kind of filled in the pieces that I was getting wrong. And I, I understood exactly now how to eat correctly to to become lean. So I started uh, adjusting my diet and seeing it more as just clean, healthy eating. I yeah. didn't feel like I was on a diet anymore. I could eat what I wanted, but I would have to do it at certain times. And I would have to, you know, maintain clean eating for the most part, for the majority of the week. Uh, so now it was really coming together. The fitness, having the the, the nutrition part of it uh, intact. And I ended up leaving Golds and going with Priscilla. She ended, up, she ended up opening a place here. And that's where I'm at right now. And, and I'm real happy there. Uh, taking it to the next level. Just doing yeah. all sorts of dude and it's 2018 right now so how many years ago how, how long ago was that when you went to alejandro's uh, class that was in 2015 so three years yeah so the and this, this is what amazed me um last week that we met up you had said that i said hey, what was your heaviest bro and you're like 230 and i'm like what are you pushing now you said 160 About 165. and then you're like yeah. you're like um but it took three years right so and that, and that's where I say like it's um you said that it's not uh, there's some some programs out there where you get on a diet or you get on a certain like I don't know uh, supplement right and they make you lose weight fast but it's not sustainable there I was trying to think of the word it's not sustainable so 
did you ever jump into any of those uh craze like uh diets or like that where people are trying to get fast results during your the last three years or was it always just like patience kind of i guess fill the 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 blank space there i guess i never got i didn't feel like i uh I didn't fall into that trap because when I would consult with Priscilla, she explained to me that carbs are important. Carbs, you need to eat carbs. Yeah, it's your energy, bro. And it took a while to kind of trust that. But once I, I, I took off with that, I would actually feel that I would get leaner the more carbs I would eat. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be eating sweet potato, potato, brown rice, and, you know, no shit carbs. But, yeah. but nevertheless... Uh, having that in my pocket, knowing I could eat carbs and, and become lean, uh, was a, just a game changer. Yeah, bro, because you're happy. Yeah. Carbs make us make carbs make us happy because they they fill us, bro, and they they're also high in sugar sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, I want to go back to to how you said growing up, right? Like um, that there wasn't much education around around nutrition like what do you remember growing up like that you think led to you being overweight was it uh, you said lack of education right but um and you said fast food right was there anything else maybe that you know as hispanics right that we, we grew up in the culture of like all these little treats bro the pan dulce the 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 i don't know menudo all that stuff that i was saying at the beginning yeah is there anything like that that you think impacted how we grow up or how you grew up that led to that overweight tortillas de harina are the devil bro <laughs> Chinga, i was never really into sweets but those damn tortillas i remember going to cotula barbecue pit with, yeah. with my mom when i was little and uh chinga she'd be like what do you want to order laurito it's like i want five tacos of frijol with chorizo and she was like, no, that's too much. Like, and I'm like, I need five, mom. You don't know. I was super chiflado. <laughs> and she's like, why don't you order two? And then if you're still hungry, you can order more. And I would tell her, five or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, little fat ass getting five tacos and I would eat them all. And I was super pissed when they closed, by the way. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it starts with the third. Yeah, it's in our culture, bro. And right? I don't know. To me, it feels... It's easier to eat, you know, chingos of tortillas than than sweets. Uh, so you're not too much of a sweet. Like not, it's more like the the bad carbs. I'm not a sweets guy, but I love ice cream. Ice cream. I mean, have you tried the nada mu ice cream? No, I don't like. I mean, I'm gonna go the whole way. None of this like diet <laughs> ice cream crap. Like it's gonna be Ben and Jerry's or. I love it, bro. Neapolitan. Do you like the Ben and Jerry's? Uh, uh, have you tried the Jimmy Fallon one? The late night show or something like that? Uh, I've got cream? all sorts of weird shit. Dude, no, it's awesome. You yeah. need to try it. I like it. But, um, okay, dude, so you're growing up. How's middle school, bro? Like, are you overweight in middle school? or? How? School was always shitty because I was, I would, I went to private school for the majority of my, of my childhood. And, Fucking uniforms always fitting like shit. <laughs> uh, having to tuck your shirt in and you're you're overweight and that sucks. Like uh, you're always like pulling the shirt out a little bit more just so. And it looks worse and they're always like, you know, stick it in more and you tuck it in and it looks better. And like, <laughs> yeah, and like, oh, fuck that. And then 
picturing my mom having to let the pants out like uh, <laughs> like every like year or buy bigger pants. And I remember going to the uniform store and walking in and like she wouldn't do this. But in my mind, we would walk in and she would be like, all right, where's the husky section? We need the husky section like that. Like <laughs> that's what I would hear, you know, like I was just so paranoid and so like self-conscious and like she got nothing ever fit and. Just always uncomfortable and changing for like a PE was shitty too. When did you know you were like like oh shoot dude like I'm a little heavier than most people? Was it middle school or is it high school? What do you think? It's probably maybe like fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, when dude, you, everyone becomes self conscious. Right well, then? not only that, little fuckers start telling you shit. <laughs> and, you know. yeah. Were you bullied, dude, because of that? Mm. You're not, not. You don't look like you were bullied. I probably was, but the thing is, I went to uh, private school for the majority of my childhood, but I got in a little bit of trouble in uh, private school, and I had to, I threw two years at Nixon. Nice, bro. And at Nixon, I learned how, yeah, things were different there. They don't like the funny guy uh, in class. Uh, Oh, they would get pissed off. So I learned how to, how to, you know, hold my own and shit. So I love that, bro. uh, And I kind of became a bit of a bully when I went back to private school because I thought I was all chingon for being in in public school. But, uh, dude, and you're still okay. So you did, did you do some college too? And then I went to, I threw 10 years at the, (laughs) in college. Really? Uh, Yes. I, I took my time. Yeah, of course. I you dis- were thinking. You were dis- yeah. You were discerning. Like I wanted majors. to take several classes over with different professors just to you know <laughs> see what it was like. Uh, just to make sure you understood different the- perspectives. <laughs> I love that, bro. Yeah. Where where'd you graduate from? I graduated TAMU. Nice. Um, bachelor's of Communication, minor in English. So what I'm getting to, bro, is that there was no fitness. Like you weren't nothing. seeking fitness education. Nothing, right? How has that changed now? Now that okay, you started three years ago. What, what has been the biggest eye-opener for you? I know the carbs. You said I could lose weight while eating carbs. But what's the most simplest thing that you're like, like oh, shoot, that it, I guess interested you about learning about food and all that? Is there something out there that, that um, really pushed you to learn more and learn more and learn more? I remember I heard somebody say one time, you are what you eat. And that kind of really impacted me. And, I, you know, now when I look at food... And I think about that. I'm like, well, shit, do I really want to eat all this oil, uh, all this breading, all this extra stuff that that I'm going to become? Because you are what you eat. And you are, bro, right? We are what we eat. Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book. It's called Hacking of the American Mind. And it, and that it's, our mind has been hacked through food, actually. So you know how there's a lot of addictive uh, chemicals in some of these foods right like uh especially the fast food yeah and it's a lot of the sugar right now they're asking companies like uh you need a you need a like a new nutrition facts you need to put added sugar like how much are you adding to to each thing right and dude we are being controlled because like um there's like uh dopamine spikes every time we eat like sugar or anything like that and it's hard to control as as people and if you don't have awareness so i think you're aware of what you're eating how you said you heard someone say you are what you eat and yeah do you start thinking of like the barbacoa you're putting in, in your system the the pandulce like if you really start thinking about it like you you become self-conscious of it 
So how do you think, um, like as you, you said, you hired Priscilla, right? When she told you about the carbs, right? That you could eat carbs and you could like uh, lose weight, right? What was your biggest like, like obstacle to actually start living like a healthy life? What do you think it was? The preparation, the preparation and, and the, the, the discipline, uh, to, to eat clean, to eat frequently, to, to be prepared, uh, that kind of was difficult at first. I've gotten used to it, but, but, uh, if you're not prepared, if you don't have your meal preps, if you don't know where your next meal is going to come from, what it's going to be uh you're just you're not gonna you're get gonna to be in, you in get. yeah you're gonna be in a high risk situation yeah, a high risk situation what do you do chinga you need to i mean they you can pretty much figure your way around any of those situations if if you're prepared if your decision making is yeah because they say uh um one you're gonna you're gonna decide like uh, i don't know if it's emotionally or what you're feeling i'm feeling hungry and you're just gonna go get crap right um so with the prepared like uh that was the biggest obstacle for you having like the meal preps and all that like so how does one make it easy bro there's services out there i understand right so maybe like um touch touch a little on that like how does one make it easy to prepare like food to be ready and know where the next meal is coming from like what advice would you give a client there at origin it just depends what type of person you are uh, if you're a real picky person uh, i guess you have options right because you can there's chingles of meal prep places now just pick one that you like uh, and buy all your your meals for the week or go every day and get them fresh whatever it is you want to do if you're pick, so picky that you want to have three different meal prep places so that you have different variety do what you need to do but you need to be prepared you need to or make your own damn food but stick to a clean healthy set of carbs and proteins and and prep your meals uh, if you're not picky, well, then that's even easier because you can prepare grilled chicken and brown rice for the whole week and just eat that all day long. It just depends what your level of commitment is going to be. Yeah, dude, because we don't eat for that long. I mean, I'm a f I am think I eat pretty fast, which sucks. Unless I'm with family, I try to be in the present and be like, dude, chill out, like eat slowly, right? But I'm used to eating fast because I work in retail. So I remember when I first started, it was like 30-minute lunches. And you're like, what the hell? And you, yeah. you start eating. And now, I, thank God, I get to have some time for lunch, right? Um, but it's I, I'm a fast eater, and I think I, I made that a habit. So um, where I'm getting at is that we don't really eat for that long. So like people get fancy about like what yeah. we're going to eat. It's like, no, dude, just down a chicken, down a sweet potato, rice, whatever. And that's pretty simple. Yeah, it's like what type of person I really like that you give that advice. I want to ask you, like, so, okay, so you're eating clean. Let's get into what really, like, um, happens out there for most people that start eating clean and want to make a change in their life, right? It's a family, bro, right? Like, the support. So, like, um, how was that for you? Like, when you're like, I'm going to start eating clean, how was that at home? How was that around your friends? How was, like, um, how did you, yeah, how was that? Fill, fill that in for me. So, first, you get your wife uh, annoyed at you because... Uh, 
you're special ordering shit at restaurants and, uh, and so i want this but leave the sauce off and prepare it this way and instead of the mashed potato i want vegetables you and get- and uh, you get the rolling of the eyes and all that shit right but <laughs> big deal uh that's part of the show <laughs> where your camaradas are going to make dumbass comments and uh mira ahí viene whatever the hell el pinche el rey de las dietas or they make some dumbass shit up like that right um hey too bad right do you want to look the way you look or do you want to it's just a matter of of uh i love that bro so how do you yeah how did you manage to get through that so you, is your wife in line does she like you my wife likes to enjoy her food a little bit more than i do but she works out harder she does more cardio and stuff like that so uh it's just it's different but uh I don't know. I used to, I like to mess with people. So I would maybe get to a get together and they would start that shit and start uh, making fun. And uh, I would say, I went to the doctor last week and he told me that I have this rare disease. If I don't eat only chicken and fish, I'm going to die in one year <laughs> and wait for their stupid faces to go from like, oh, cagapalo to, oh, shit, what? And then. Hey, I'm messing with you, but don't fuck with me anymore. Like, just shut up, eat your damn brisket, and I'll eat my shit. Like, so. bro, that is so real. That's why. That's why I I know. Like, uh, if people are listening and like, they they got into the show, I kn- I know that. That's like like where where you keep it very real. I know. Like, that's what we need, man. Because a lot of people want to like get into dieting. The dieting is fancy, bro. Like, I'm on a diet. Like, no, it's a lifestyle. Do you agree that? That now it's not a diet. You don't follow a diet. It's your lifestyle, right? It is. I don't. F- I mean, when you think of it as a diet, you're already starting wrong because and, diets come and go. Yeah, and it's a period. Like a I'm diet, on a diet yeah, for. You get on a diet and you get off of a diet. If you're on a diet, you're on it. You're gonna get off of it at some point. So you can't look at it like that. It's just. I love that, bro. Is that some advice you give to the to the clients there? Uh, so. <laughs> Overall, yes, that's the way you should look at it. But there's different, uh, I guess, different stages. I mean, once you once you get that, you're, you know, you've gotten it. You don't really need to come and see us anymore. For yeah, I love that, know. and that's a goal, right? That's, that's a goal. That's that the that, ultimate goal to understand it completely. Yeah, and that people and, can carry out, and they just come work out. And you know, every now and then, you know, I had a little issue with my with my eating plans so i had to go back to priscilla and be like hey this is what's going on what do you suggest everyone has to go back to their coach eventually so uh dude to be fair i have this thought right now which is go going back to a coach and you said hiring priscilla priscilla and i want to get this thought out there like um some might say well i don't have money for that right that that's like uh someone might say like dude i don't have money for that however i think in the long run if you invest in a coach you actually save money Right. Like I'm thinking you eat less out less. You're probably prepping more meals yourself or you're buying it from a a place. And I think you save money in the long run by going to to a nutritionist. Right. Because that's Priscilla. Yeah. 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 And um, so I want to I want to I want to make sure that I share that thought for those listening. And they might be like, chinga, Laura, posta bueno. But like, shit, we can't afford that. Right. So but I think you save money. Right. In the long run, you do and you can't put a price on something like this because think about it this way. And uh, this these aren't my own words, but 
when you lose your health, you're going to spend every dollar that you can possibly get to get your health back. Whether, God forbid, you have some type of disease where you need to get treatments or you need to spend money on medications, you're going to find a way to get that medication to get those treatments, right? So same thing with fitness. It's going to, and nutrition, it's going to cost you, but in the in the long run, it's going to save you from having high blood pressure, from having diabetes, from having all the issues that are going to cost you in the long run that you're going to have to pay to fix. And wh why do that and wait for that to happen when you can just address it now? And, and if it's too expensive, people get loans to get vehicles, to get houses, go and get a loan out. Go, I mean, do, do what you need to do because it's good for you. It's something that that you can't put a price on bro i love that i love like i hadn't looked at it that way that's true you i was thinking save money because you don't spend money on stupid junk food right overpriced and the nutrition benefits from it is low i know that i eat a lot of chick-fil-a i know that i know when i'm investing money that i'm not really getting anything back that's really nutrition new i guess nutrition um oh, man I'm, I'm losing words but i guess that it'll It'll give me any benefits from eating it, right? Same thing as like drinking alcohol. You're going to go piss it, yeah. right? So it's like five bucks. Oh, yeah. You you just got five bucks. Alcohol is not going to do anything for you other than make you feel good for a bit. And then like you're going to feel like crap. And then you're going to piss it the next morning or vomit. Yeah. You can't take it, right? <laughs> so same thing with food, bro. It's just we don't think of it. And I'm glad you shared that because it is true. Like um, most of the time people get... Uh, diseases that that require help from the community as well yeah uh plate cells and things and and for those of for those people that are dealing with this the owner says you know prayers to them right but for those of us that can can are ahead of it right now and can get some some uh um i <clears throat> i guess uh, a step on it is like yeah go get a nutrition like you're really inspiring that in me right now right so that's good um i want to talk about how you said like the benefits are in the back end, right? And then we touched a little on this last week where I said like, yeah, eating healthy sucks, bro. Like for the in, the healthy lifestyle can suck if you've been conditioned and part of the, like the sugar consuming, all that like lifestyle we, we do. But um, I was saying that when you eat healthy, you don't see the benefits right there and then because sometimes the chicken is just gets boring, right? But you see them in the back and you become healthier. So... And then you shared a thought, which is like, I don't want to do it, <laughs> right? So kind of share like what you think about when you're eating healthy, like uh, how you think of it. Hey, everyone. So we'll get back to the interview in a bit. We're going to get into this segment, which is the question of the show segment, where I ask you, the listener, a question that, you know, you're able to ask yourself and that hopefully leads into some self-reflection and some empowering thoughts, attitudes behind it to get you moving on this journey of life. So the question of the show is, what is something you learned about yourself this week? And as you think about that, to think about something that you learned about yourself, whether it's bad or good, and the reason I asked it was because with self-awareness and knowing what your mind is thinking, what your body is feeling, is the only way to push you into becoming a better version of yourself, as Lauro has done, right, in this interview. 
but also all the other guests that have been on the happy oscar show have done so it's all about awareness it's all about knowing yourself so just ask yourself what is something you learned about yourself this week Now we're back to the show. So there's a certain level of, of sacrifice and discipline that you need to learn to live with and maintain. And um, to be disciplined, sometimes you need to do what you know is good for you, even when you don't want to do it. So even if you would rather have the double meat cheeseburger than the grilled fish and vegetables, well... In the long run, many, many years from now, making the choice of having the steamed fish and the vegetables is going to pay off. And you're not going to see that immediately, but the payoff is in the long run. And if you're looking for a short-term payoff, well, go by feeling. I mean, you're going to... How good are you going to feel after you eat the triple cheeseburger and you get into a habit of doing that every day as opposed to eating cleaner? Sluggish, bro. Yeah. You can already it, see it. It, it, it. it weighs you down. It... And sometimes you get used to eating like that and you don't understand the opposite feeling until you kind of get start, into start a clean eating style for a while. And you, like you touched on a little while ago, you need to kind of see food as something that you're going to convert into useful energy for the next three, four hours or for the day. A lot of people get hung up on, I need my food to taste fucking yeah delicious eight plus or i'm not gonna eat it the food is fuel i mean sure you want to satisfy your your brain yeah as well as your stomach so you want it to taste good you want it to be somewhat palatable but i mean it doesn't need to be topped with cream fat <laughs> sauce and full of <laughs> sodium and i mean i love that bro um yeah it's so it's so it's such a good point and then i want to get into how you said uh and, and wanting it to taste good, we get into those high-risk situations, right? And I know you've been a little active on social media yeah. recently, right? Where you're trying to, uh, one, um, I know it's to get um, awareness out there. Two is like, yeah, you are a trainer. You do want more clients, of course. And where where is everyone at? Social media, yeah. right? That's where you could reach anyone. So I know you've been busy there, but I really like what you're doing. Like when you're when you're like talking about like, uh, those high risk situations, like when you go to the movies, right, with your kiddos or your family, or you you're getting a quick bite to eat, like stopping at a McDonald's. So tell me your thought process behind that, because you've shared those uh, videos. So like when you're when you're putting those together, what are you thinking? So I got that uh, that that term or that example from a coach that. Uh, Priscilla shared with me. His name's Keith Klein, and he talks about high-risk situations. That's about us. Uh, so high-risk situations for can be different for for many people. Uh, I get a lot of of uh, people tell me that, hey, well, you know, I'm try to eat clean during the week, but on Tuesdays and Fridays is when I get together with my friends and we have the carne. So no valió madre for those days. Yeah. Post chinga, you need to be prepared. Take your own, take some grilled chicken and be like, oye, compadre, this chicken is 
hormone free cage free make up some bullshit to impress them yeah and so they get their mind off of the fact that you showed up with like a <laughs> and they have all this fatty ass carne there like and then you you know it becomes more of a conversation piece and then you have a healthy option there too uh you i love that bro that's so true like be prepared for that uh, you yeah. were ordering at mcdonald's the other day like yeah you go, you go to mcdonald's you know the kids oh, i want to go to mcdonald's i want to go to mcdonald's sometimes you just have to go to mcdonald's right yeah. and what are you going to order there well there's hope there's options uh <laughs> there's hope at mcdonald's i love that <laughs> i got it from priscilla she does the the egg white delight no butter no cheese three extra egg whites on there uh they're gonna freak out when you order it i don't think that many people order it like that but it's clean it has no butter no cheese it's the english muffin that's your carbs and the egg whites are protein there you go it's and it's good because they they did start changing their options right there's a little healthier options and yeah. that's awesome how about the movies bro talk about what you do at the movies i found that like impressive like what you do you see the movies is also it's uh it's all mental uh <laughs> unless you haven't eaten for two or three hours and you go to the movies, which probably isn't a good idea. Why do you feel the need to go and eat popcorn and snacks? It's just because it's there. When you watch a movie at home, you don't eat popcorn and snacks all the time. You can watch a movie we're without. We're conditioned. Yeah, bro. it's. Yeah. it's uh, so there's several options. Um, it depends how dedicated you are. If you absolutely have to have something at the movies you would probably want to stay away from the candy. So let's say you need to have popcorn. Get a small popcorn. Don't put any of that crap salt, that cheese shit on it. Yeah, like, Just, and, like portion control. Yeah, and get a bottle of water. And if you don't have to finish it, don't finish the damn popcorn. Just eat a little bit of it. Just snack on it so you get the mania out of the way and, and you have something. If you're a little bit more dedicated, then eat before you go to the theater. Eat something clean. Make sure that your stomach isn't empty so that you don't crave anything and get a bottle of water and you're good with the bottle of water uh if you know you're going to be hungry during the movies well then sneak something in there you can take a little uh, ziploc of rice cakes you can take uh i like uh, the starbucks uh reduced fat turkey bacon double toasted it comes in a little pouch already you can just put that in your pocket and you go in after the previews are done you bust it out and you eat it and there you you were hungry you ate something in the theater you checked that off you got done what you needed to get done and you didn't eat junk it's decisions decisions preparation um yeah you talked about that man it's <clears throat> it's, it's a whole preparation and it's the, the decision making because if your stomach you're gonna decide with your stomach and you touched a little on the brain i'm fascinated by the brain and how much it controls bro right our decision making and I think once you start eating cleaner, isn't your brain also like less foggy, bro? It's just like because the right nutrients are going and you're, it's fuel, what we were saying. It's fuel, but not only that, but you, you're the longer you eat cleaner and then you go back to eating something shitty, your body's going to tell you. It's either going to, you're either going to get sick, you're going to have to go into the bathroom or you're going to crash out because it's an overload of and you just put Sugar, you put your yeah, ass to stuff sleep like that. uh so yeah it's compounding bro Every getting those feelings cleaned. back is not good and you want to stay away from those i remember at the beginning it was uh 
when I started losing weight, it was a heartburn. I couldn't eat certain things without getting, so I would stay away from them. I would hate to get the damn heartburn. Yeah, you. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Now I don't really get the heartburn, but I'll just get a bloated, ugly, shitty feeling that I don't. When you have. eat crappy stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I do want to ask. So, with your kiddos, right? You have two sets of twins, right? Which, uh, that's amazing, dude. All blessings, right? Thank you. But, um, how are you raising them when it comes to food? Are Are you kind of like pushing like more of a health, health like, um, I guess focus on them? on what they as much as we can it's just difficult because they each have their own uh my older son doesn't like anything except french fries and bread and like he's real picky my youngest daughter will eat anything my oldest daughter's uh, half and half uh, so it's it's hard because uh yeah kiddos don't want to eat bro. for example sunday when when we get them breakfast sometimes uh all right what do you want Two of them want papa huevo tacos. One of them wants pancakes. One of them wants bean tacos. So that's all over the board. I can't figure out how to. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can do is you're going to have the tacos on corn tortilla. And the pancake, I'm going to control the amount of syrup you put on it. Yeah, of course. And, and uh, You're also letting them be kids. And yeah, and they're we, kids. Yeah, they're kids. we went through that and their metabolism is extremely fast. For the most part, unless there's some kids that do have conditions, bro, like yeah. diabetes. I've heard, like, I think of a four-year-old man that had diabetes. And I don't know if that's, like, um, like uh, hereditary, right? Like, mm-hmm. or or how they got that. I don't know the science around that. If I'm, if I'm saying something incorrect, please, please forgive me. But other than that, I've heard of that, four-year-old with diabetes. And so I know, but for the most part, like, we also have that with our six-year-old Bella. It's like... Um, I always say, like, she's still a kid, man. I do want her to experience stuff, right? Yeah. Like, um, I think uh, there's been friends out there that at one point told me I didn't have chocolate until I was, like, I don't know how old, which is cool for the parents, but give the kid just a taste of chocolate. It, it was created. Someone got inspired and created chocolate, dude, yeah. you know? And so I, I, I love that we touched on that with the kiddos. I do want to ask you, bro, how, how does your typical day look like right now? Like, now with the eating, like... So you wake up, kind of like, just run me through your day, what a typical day would look like when it comes to eating and maybe working out. You could throw that in. <clears throat> so I've been struggling to eat in the mornings because I wake up about five. Uh, I'll get ready and I usually have a 6 a.m. class that I do, that I teach. Uh, so I'm not, I just can't get anything in. I can't eat that early. Uh, I'll drink chingles of coffee. And my first meal usually comes at about seven thirty-eight, and I'll either drink some egg whites and eat some corn tortillas to get my protein and my carbs quick. Uh, doesn't it's not hard to eat? It'll I'll eat that quick, or I'll do the Starbucks, the uh, reduced fat turkey bacon, yeah. double toasted, uh, or I'll do some type of oatmeal with with. Uh, that's like at 7 a.m. That's like at 8. Okay, like 8 a.m. Uh, that'll usually hold me over for, I don't know, two, two and a half, three hours. And then I'll either do a chicken and a fish, uh, a chicken or a fish, and I do rice or potatoes. Um, I'll go up to three-fourths cup of the carbs and the protein, I don't know, eight ounces maybe yeah you're not weighing this stuff right now i just eyeball it um the rule is protein should be the size of your hand carbs should be the size of your fist 
So, more yeah, or less super simple, yeah. Uh, Practical. And then, I just, like I said, I don't have a problem eating the same thing all day. So, if I can eat fish and potatoes and rice for all the meals, I'll do that. Or I'll switch it and just change the fish for the chicken. And in between, if I have any snacks, it'll be... Uh, I've been doing a lot of Fig Newtons. I'll buy the, the fat-free, the little package okay. of two. And I'll do, I'll eat that, or I'll do a, a small apple. I don't like to do a lot of fruit because the sugar, I feel, for me, it, it bloats me. It makes me feel real full. So I'll just do a small fruit as a snack so that that sugar can hold me over until my next meal. But I don't overdo it so that the sugar slows me down. Uh, I've been eating kind of late also. About yeah, I was going to say, how, how late do you, what's the latest you eat? About 8, 8.30, I'll throw down my last <laughs> meal and I'll do fish. And I usually do a good amount of carbs at night. Uh, I've been working out a little harder. I've been pushing some heavier weight, trying to put on some size. And then I'm pretty active uh, with my classes in the morning. I don't do the whole thing with them, but I'll I'll jump in there. Yeah. And, and so so eight thirty is like your. How late are you sleeping, bro? Do you sleep a lot? I try and get a nap in uh, in the morning, maybe from ten to eleven, uh, and then I'll go to the office for a little bit. But I go to bed early. Ten thirty is late for me. And then you wake up at what time? At about, I put my alarm for four fifty, and I'll snooze until like five oh five, and then and then I'm up. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome because you're you're sleeping at least six hours, yeah. and a lot of people don't sleep, bro. It's like um, and it's good that you say ten thirty is late. I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to sleep by eleven, right? Eleven, I'm I'm in bed, bro, and then I just read, and try to just wind down my mind, and then eleven thirty, I'm asleep. And then I get up at six every morning. That's what has been happening in the last couple of weeks. And I feel amazing, bro. Like the other day at work, they're like, are you tired? You know how we get delirious when you're tired? Like your mind, like I do. I just get like sarcastic and it's just, and I'm, and they thought I was like delirious. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm actually rested. So I had so much energy, right? So that's good. And I ran you through your day that way. Um, people see like um, your decision making, right? Um, and it was awesome because One of the key things, like, as, as um, you were talking right now, is that you know your body so well, bro. Like, your body is not going to be like my body. And you're saying, like, sugar runs me down, right? For me, um, like, I get coffee, so I kind of saw similarities there with coffee. But if I, I consume, like, uh, something at noon, like, dude, that'll hold me probably until five. Like, uh, I don't eat every three hours, right? And you might eat a little more and you said you snack here and there. But the key thing for, for our listeners is that know that um, just learn about your body. I think you've done a great job over the last three years, bro, that you know what works for you and what doesn't. Because you've been at a sustainable like 165 for how long right now? So I was at about 180 for about a year and then I got down to about 175, 172. And recently, maybe about three months ago is when I cut down That's sustainable, to bro. 165 because I started playing with my with my meals a little bit, trying different things here with, and there. With Priscilla guiding you? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I like to get guided and and consulted with uh, with different things, and then I'll stick to that. I'll stick to that exactly the way I was told to do for two to three weeks. And then I'll extract information from 
with the feelings and the different things that happen and then i'll try that again but i'll throw my own twist yeah. on it do you then, log stuff bro no i just kind it's of it's all mine it's all it's all mind and, and feeling i've been i've been lucky that my body r- really tells me do this don't do that don't. I love the, the other day we were i was having lunch with my wife at a at tensai okay and they brought a uh, some tostadas with that damn must that mayo sauce shit yeah. on it and i was like i didn't order that and she's like i pues ni modo. like you can stay with it and she's like are you gonna eat it and i was like no it's like why and i was like because i'm not gonna like the way it makes me feel after and I guess I said it in a way where she looked at me and she like it's she thought it was like an emotional thing. And I'm like, no, like if I eat that, it's going to make me all full and yeah. shit. Like she was like, she thought I was going to go into like emotional depression, like eat that. And like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, no, but she's like, Dude, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, it's like, no, you completely misunderstood. If I eat that, it's going to make me feel like shit. I'm not going to be able to. No, yeah, dude. I don't want to eat. Just, yeah, leave me alone. Dude, your body tells you everything. Listen to your body is is probably what the title of this uh, interview is going to be. I title them. And they came right <laughs> yeah. now, bro. And it's, listen yeah, to listen your to your body. body, bro. It's like it'll tell you. Right? And there's a lot of. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of this keto diet. Yeah. But a lot of people have had a lot of success with it. And if that's what works for you, by all means, hey, do what works for you. Uh, I can't get my mind around not eating carbs. That shit's not going to work for me. Yeah. I, 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 it, I, and, and I don't want to. This works for me. Why try something? Why jump well, into something when something's already working? So it, It's got to be psyche friendly, bro. Like yeah. it's got to be friendly with your, your yeah, your mental your state. Your brain has to agree with it. Yeah, it has to be like, yeah. and so you have to do it slowly. I love that, bro. Hey, so you're on social media, right? Can you give your username? I think I'm under Lean Larry right now. Lean Larry, you changed it? I think so. Is it? I thought it was Laura, bro. I went to uh, San Antonio one time with my buddies back in high school, and we met this group of uh, of, uh, of Anglos. And uh, they're like, hey, what's your names? And my friend is like, I'm Buddy. And then my <laughs> other camera, I'm Mondo. And I was like, these fuckers are going to screw up my name. And I was like, I'm Larry. <laughs> and you they, didn't go with Lauro. <laughs> no. And they're like, hey, Larry. It's, dude, it's actually at Lauro underscore lean Larry. Cool. So Lauro underscore lean Larry. It's on Instagram. And then you could find Lauro. Where was it at? Origin. I'll let you give the info there. Origin Fitness. We are located over by H-E-B Delmar McPherson. Uh, right next to a sports cuts where Regalo Preferido is. Chinga, Priscilla's going to be pissed. I don't remember the address. But, uh, but it's there. It's by Sam's Liquor. Yeah. Like all those, all that little plaza, right? Yeah. Um, there, there's TRX bands hanging from the ceiling. You can't miss it. All right. That is amazing. Right there. Um, awesome location, dude. It's right off of McPherson, one of the busiest roads yeah. here in Laredo. So that's a good location right there. If y'all want to look for Lauro. Priscilla as well. I'm hoping to f- have Priscilla on the show, bro. Yeah. Kind of like uh, pick her brain on nutrition because it's, I think, very enlightening. And at the end of the day, bro, I say that um, one, like we didn't talk too much about faith, but you and I met at the church, right? And um, there's an awesome, well, not awesome. I don't want to downplay the Bible, but the whole love your God with your all your mind, body, and soul, right? Yeah. And I think uh, the body is one that we fell to to 
take care of right and um i think you're doing an amazing job there and the way you share with me because it inspires me to be like oh shit i can do it too and i think um try to listen to your body uh research what you need uh what you need to know about your body and then build like what works for you at the end of the show man um i ask the the guest how it is that um you know what advice they might have for someone to find what makes them happy or like to find their ideal self how to start working on themselves like so it's a piece of of advice piece of i guess some feedback for the listeners so i'm gonna let you do that but um before that i just want to like uh thank you man for being up for this uh for sharing your insight your views um on the whole health aspect of of anyone's life and then how you make everything so practical bro it's like i understand it because you just you just put it in a funny like awesome way right uh, palo way. And, and then i get it and so i know the listeners are really gonna enjoy it so thank you for making time for this and so yeah man i'll let you finish it off like what advice would you give to someone to just live a fulfilled life if they will so i would say if you're not happy with your with your body if you're not happy with your with your appearance if you want to become healthier you want to learn how to eat clean uh or whatever it is whatever fitness problems or nutrition problems you have uh it just all starts with with changing your decision making uh, and seeking help if you need to seek information there's sources out there whether you come to us whether i would be careful with the internet but there's all sorts of, of ways to to extract information but it all starts with with proper decision making and preparation if you're not prepared and you don't make the proper decisions you're never going to get to where you need to get and you're in control you're basically in control um you only have one life so take care of your body and and try and uh and extend your life as long as you can amen brother so um sound good um you guys continue listening to the show there's several episodes also don't forget to check out the switch it's a segment of the happy oscar show it's a daily segment i host with eric castillo where we talk all about switching it up on your thoughts on your decision making motivation and just life in general so thank you all for taking a listen and um look forward to y'all listening to the rest of the guests that will be on here in the future boom thank you